to the Keys to It All podcast. I'm your host, Keely. Each week, I'll share something about what I've learned and how to apply God's Word to our lives. So often, we know the scriptures, but we don't know exactly what to do with them. Our humanness takes over, and we have a hard time combining our humanity with our faith. After last week's podcast, where we talked about praying and not worrying, I got a question. The listener asked, how do you pray and let it go with confidence? How do you take your heart, mind, and hands off of our problems? And it was such a good question. And even though I'm going to give an answer, I am going to just be completely honest with you and tell you that I'm not perfect in this arena. And as I'm going to give this response to all of you, it's going to help me as well. So we're going to immediately go to scripture and we're going to look at James chapter one, verses two through seven. And they read, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's a lot of meat in there, but there are a couple of things that I really want to point out. Number one, If any of us lack wisdom, we should ask God who gives to all liberally. I'm going to contend first and foremost that what we are praying for in almost every situation is wisdom. Wisdom for handling anything that we come to face. If you recall last week, we talked about God giving us what we need and not necessarily what we want. But what we always need is wisdom. Wisdom will guide us in what to say or what to do at any given time. It may seem odd, but even when we're praying for things like the health of a loved one, we should also be praying for wisdom and how to handle that situation. That wisdom will tell us how to encourage the person who's ill. It'll tell us how to encourage ourselves in the midst of dealing with that trial and what to say and what to do for everyone's comfort in the situation. Wisdom is always necessary. So that's number one is we're going to make sure that we're praying for wisdom. The second thing that I noticed in that scripture uh, passage that we chose was to ask for everything in faith with no doubting. The book of James in chapter two also tells us that faith without works is dead. But what does that actually mean in this situation? It means that once you pray, you have to walk away in the belief that it will happen. I gave this example to someone of walking in faith, uh, of what it means to walk in faith. Let's say you're believing God for a new business. So what are you doing about it in the meantime? I'm not telling you to go jump and start the business. That's far from what I'm saying, because that would be completely out of order. What I am saying is that in the meantime, you should be looking for how to run a business, learning employment law, looking up inventory systems. If that's one thing that you're going to have to deal with, find out about incorporating, learn about hiring and firing and all the things that go into human resources. 
the list can go on and on. But instead, what we do is we pray and then we sit and we dream and just wait. All the while worrying about whether or not God is actually going to provide that thing for us. So now, how can we apply that same principle to the things that we're going through in our own current situations? Uh, Let me give a couple more examples that I thought of. You're single and you're anticipating marriage. So what are you doing about that? Are you um, in faith just sitting around and waiting for God to provide your spouse? Or are you making sure you know how to take care of a household and uh, whether that be in cooking and money management or simple home maintenance, but what are you doing about it to prepare yourself for marriage? If you're going through marital troubles, how are you treating your spouse? Are you just sitting and wallowing in your um, marital problems and being angry and frustrated all the time? Or are you treating your spouse with the love and respect that you are looking for in return and that God has called you to give to your spouse? If you're having trouble with your kids, are you just sitting there and being angry with them and telling them about the things that they've done wrong? Or are you encouraging them and showing them what life would be like if they were on the right track? I know these all seem really, really simplistic, but it's now up for you to uh, to look at what situations you're going through and see what faith things you can do and apply in your current situation. And I know you're going to say, okay, that all sounds well and good, but you don't know my situation. You're right. I don't have a clue what you're going through, but God does. So once you ask for that wisdom that we already talked about before, He'll provide it and then you'll understand exactly what the correct steps to take are. Then you actually have to do the steps, not just sit there and know them. You have to actually walk them out. You can't just wait for God to answer your prayers while you wallow in sadness and frustration. And I'm also going to say this. There is indeed power in the tongue, in the things that you say, but lip service in these situations is not going to get you anywhere. It's really about your heart and how much you trust God. Doubt is just going to cause you to be easily swayed by your emotions. I just got a message translation of the Bible and it says, people who worry their prayers are like wind whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. That last part is what got me. Keeping your options open. We don't want to think things like, okay, if God doesn't come through, this is what I'll do instead. He wants us to be steadfast in our prayers, confident and walking assured that he will provide exactly what we need. Remembering that first John tells us that we should be confident in our prayers, not because of who we are or what we have done, but because of who he is and how great and loving he is towards us. The last thing I'm going to say is that it takes practice. I've already said that even though I can sit here and I can tell you these things, I'm far from perfect at it. For so long, we've lived in our own examples of walking into our own understanding and taking matters into our own hands. We've seen it with our parents and our family and our friends, and we've done it ourselves for so long that that's the way that we know. It's crazy for us to expect ourselves to immediately change overnight. But what's worse is not even trying to change. If anytime we recognize that we have picked back up that which we have already prayed about, we should just stop and ask God for the wisdom in that situation. I mean, literally say, God, that thought is back. The worry is back. The anxiety is back. How should I handle it? And then wait for the answer. 
He's going to provide it and it's going to be quick and it's going to be fast in those kinds of cases. So today, let's pray together. Father, I thank you for giving us access to you through prayer and for the delight you take in listening. Will you forgive me when I go through the motions with my prayer life and hold doubt in my heart? Lord, I want to trust not only that you hear me, but that you'll help me. I want to trust in your greater purpose for the countless things I do not know, see, or understand. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hopefully starting today, we'll all start to see uh, differences in our faith walk. We'll start to approach things in a very different way. We'll ask for help in a different way, or we'll expect that help to come in a different way. Not necessarily the way that we uh, mapped it out for God to provide it to us. We are going to be confident from this day forward that we will receive all that we need and that we will use the wisdom that God has provided us to keep us going. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and hope that you got something out of what we talked about today. If you have any questions for me, feel free to send them my way. I look forward to talking to you all again next week. Be blessed.